Well, good news came to Mr. and Mrs. Ace, who since they lost their money have given up their bungalow and moved into an apartment with their friend Marge and Jane's 18-year-old niece, Betty. The good news came over the phone from Neil Williams, Marge's boyfriend, who said he has a job Mr. Ace might be interested in. He's on his way over with details as we look in on the Aces now and find Mr. Ace waiting impatiently. Here comes Marge in the next room. Listen. What's that big argument going on in Betty's room? Argument? Yeah, she and Jane are going out of tooth and nail. Oh, uh, I sent Jane in to try to persuade Betty to go to a picture show tonight or something. I want to get her out of the way so I can talk business with Neil. I didn't know that was going to start an argument. It's not very hard to start an argument with that young woman. She's a little too much for me. I stay out of her way. Well, I wish she'd stay out of mine tonight at least. I'm really anxious about this thing that Neil spoke to me over the phone this afternoon. Marge, did you get him to call? Or... No, I didn't get him to call, but I did talk it over with him. I mean, about the tough time you were having finding something. Oh, you did, You don't mind, do you? Well, I mean, he just brought up in conversation. We were out the other night for dinner, and he asked what luck you were having, and I told him. Well, did he say he had something that he thought I could fit into? No, or? he didn't. He just sort of shook his head and said he was sorry. I didn't even know he was going to call you. I certainly didn't think he was in any position to get you a job on his paper. After all, he's only a reporter on the phone. I wonder what kind of a job he could have for me on a newspaper. I told him when he called that I didn't think I was qualified for any newspaper work, but he said this was just a thing, and he'd explain it tonight when he got here. That's why I wanted to talk to him alone. Jane doing in there. If they're going to a picture, I wish they'd get ready and go, because you'll be here any minute. It's no use, dear. I what? might as well be talking to a deaf wall. She won't be listening to me. What do you mean? She won't go to a picture, show. All she wants to do is sit around and read books. Now, she's got some books she brought home from the office tonight. Well, if she reads them in her room, it's all right with me. Oh, she's the bone of my existence. Oh, take it easy. <laughs> well, I can't help it. After all, I promised my sister I'd try to find some fellows for Betty to go around with. Well, how am I going to get anybody if all she does is sit around like a bookend every night? <laughs> like a bookend, huh? Yes, <laughs> always reading. I don't think she looks like a little old lady with her glasses on, always bending over a book. I told her, I said, Betty, there's a time for reading and there's a time for picture shows. And I said, if you work all day, you ought to relax at night and go to a picture show or something. And she said, picture shows are for Mormons. Well, that really got me mad. Oh, yes, I said, and I walked out. Oh, that's pretty harsh words, Jenny. Well, I can't help it. The sooner she Well, don't worry about it now. I just suggested a picture so she'd be out of the way when Neil gets here. As long as she's in her room, it's all right with me if she does. Oh, that must be Neil now. I'll go, Jenny. Well, I think this interview turns out a little more pleasantly than those I've been having the past couple of weeks. I hope so. Hello, Mark. Good evening, young man. I believe the master is expecting you. Hello, Neil. Come right in. Hello, Liz. Well, hello there, Jane. I'm just fine. How are you, Neil? Just fine. I'll take your coat. Thanks. Hey, the nice, cozy little place you got here. Oh, that's right. You haven't seen our new apartment, have you? Nope, this is my first visit. Say, I like it. You do? Oh, it's nothing. I think it's swell. Very homey. You do? Oh, it's nothing. You got it fixed up in great style. You do? Oh, it's nothing. So much for small talk and visiting. Now, how about getting down to main business on hand? Yeah, I'm quite curious about this job you mentioned this afternoon, Neil. Yeah, I was coming to that. I didn't know how you'd take it. I mean, I didn't want you to think I was butting in on your business. Oh, not at all. Besides, at the moment, I have no business. <laughs> That's right. I never yeah. thought of that. Well, Mark told me about what a time you were having getting located and something, and I happened to run into one of the executives of our paper this morning and got to talking to him about things, and he said he thought he'd have something you might be interested in. But, but what? I'm not a newspaper man. I know. You're, first of all, a real estate man, aren't you? Yes, that is, I thought I was. <laughs> we'll I... go on the assumption you are. Yeah. 
So, I said to this man, uh, oh, I forgot to mention, the guy I was talking to was our advertising manager. Advertising? Yeah. And you fit right into the picture. They're looking for somebody to take over the real estate advertising for the papers. Oh, real estate well, advertising. Sure it is. I told him you used to be a salesman. And you certainly know the real estate picture in this town. Yeah, I should after all these years. Of course you do. That is, I know most of the big real estate companies. And that's it. And it just happens that the one class of advertising that the Post is not up to par on is real estate. Yeah, I noticed that. Mr. Nelson thinks if he had a man who concentrated on the job... Yeah, Mr. Nelson, that's the... That's uh, the advertising manager. Oh, yeah. He says he's never had any one man in charge of real estate advertising. And it's been more or less handled haphazardly by anybody on the staff. And he feels that there's no reason why we shouldn't be getting our share of that business. Well, I don't think there is either. That's the idea. Then it's a deal? Well, if you think I can handle a thing like that... Well, of course you can. Sure you can. Well, uh, uh what do you say, Jane? Say pardon? Uh, what do you say about this? About what? About what? Well, what... Oh, Jane. What have we been talking about all well, this time? Well, that's fine. She sits there on an important thing like this and doesn't listen. I did listen. Oh, you did. Well, what did Neil just say? He said that they never had any one man in charge of real estate advertising, and it's been more or less handled haphazardly by anybody on the staff, and he feels there's no reason why they shouldn't be getting their share of the business. Why, Jane, it's verbatim. Well, I can't help it. It sounded like that to me. <laughs> that's it. Word for word. It was? Yes, it was. <laughs> Dear, and you said I wasn't listening. Oh, all right. Well, what do you think about it? Well, I don't understand it. Don't understand this. <laughs> Why, you just repeated the whole thing. I know. But what do they want you to do, dear? Isn't that off? Now, wait a minute. Let me explain it to her. Look, Jane, you know all those ads they have in the paper? Ads, yes. All the wasting time. I want to... Well, dear, let Neil explain it to you. To me? Go <laughs> yes. ahead, Neil. Well, somebody has to go out and sell those ads. Sell them, yes. So... The advertising department wants to hire aides to go out and sell real estate ads for the Post. The Post, yes. Well, that's all there is to it. Now, do you understand it, sir? Well, now, wait. Uh, Neil, who gets the money for the ads? Money? The Post. Well, uh, who gets to keep the ads? The Post. Well, confidentially, between us and the Post, where do we come in? What is it? They pay me for getting the ads. Well, that's what I'm trying to find Oh, by the way, I didn't ask about that. Uh, How about it, Neil? Did he say anything about salary? Well, not entirely. There's a salary with a job plus commission. So it depends on how good a salesman you are as to how much you can make. Well, that sounds reasonable. I think so. Uh, I'll take it. Well, thank heaven we got that settled. I certainly want to thank you, Neil, for bothering about me. Bothering? Yeah, you know you know, I'm tickled to death to be able to do anything I can. Well, I certainly appreciate it. Don't mention it. Well, Jane, your worries are over. Oh, I wish they were. But <laughs> now. Oh, I've got another thing on my mind. Just name it and leave it to me. I'm the fixer. Oh, I don't think you can do anything about this. What is it, then? You know, Betty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think Neil can do anything about Betty. Betty? Oh, well, that's your niece, isn't it? Oh, you haven't even met her yet, have you? Oh, I want you to meet her. I'll be glad to. And what's this trouble you're having with Betty? Nothing you can do anything about. Oh, I don't know, Marge. I have a way with women. Oh, she's not women. She's only 18 years old. And honestly, for an 18-year-old girl, she's more trouble. Uh, the trouble Jane's making for herself. What trouble? Well, when mm-hmm. Jane's sister sent Betty here, she sent along instructions about handling the child. No, now, uh, let me tell her. Well, what is it, Jane? Well, my sister wants me oh. to introduce Betty to some boys because back home she never wanted to go out. And she just sits around here reading a book. She won't even go to a picture show. She brought home some books from the office tonight, and she's in her room now, reading and writing figures down. I see. Well, uh, maybe I can do something about it. You can? Do you know some stories? About her age? Yeah. I think you better have a look at the girl first before you start making any promises. Yes, I'll introduce you to her. Okay, I'll bring her in. I don't go away now. <laughs> I won't. 
Well, you're in for it, my friend. In for what? I have a way with ladies. You ought to know that, Mark. Oh, wait till you meet this lady. Why? What's the matter with her? Oh, she's one of those foodless types. Very serious, you know. Oh, I see. It doesn't go in for boyfriends. It doesn't go in for anything. Well, I'll turn on my personality, number uh, 42 for her. Oh, they come with order, do they? Uh, (laughs) What number do you use on me? Oh, you're a cinch, Marge. Oh, I am, am I? Well, Well, I finally got her to come out. Come on in, Betty. Uh, Neil, this is Betty. This is Mr. Williams, Betty. Well, uh... How do you do? Oh, uh, how do you do? <laughs> yes. Uh, I think you know everybody else here. Uh, mm-hmm. Sit down, Betty. But, uh, Jane, I told you I could only come in for a moment. I have all that work in there I have to do. Well, what work? I brought home a ledger from the office. I'm going over a lot of figures. It'll take me all night if I don't get back. Oh, pressed. is office work so pressing that you have to bring it home with you? It is. Imagine her sitting in there adding and subtracting when she should be going out somewhere dancing. I or... told you time again, Andrew. I don't think. Betty, not in front of me. Oh, well, that's quite all right, James. I can understand Betty's good. Well, I'm glad you can. I wish they could around here. Dancing, picture shows, all those frivolities. When the world is so sad in the need of workers, creators, and serious thinkers. Exactly. I see what you mean, my dear. <laughs> so that's number 42. What do you say? Uh, pay no attention to her, my dear. Go on. What do you say? I said the world needs serious thinkers instead of dance crazed, crazed scatterbrains. Uh, uh, yes, and you're quite right. I hadn't thought of it in that light. How can anyone think of anything else at a time like this is beyond my understanding? It's the younger generation, Betty. They're quite irresponsible. Of course they are. They need sleeping to They need awakening. For example, a young man of my acquaintance, about your age, perhaps a year or so older, he's quite typical of the modern youth. Oh, if he could only hear your message. All he has to do is read Helmut's Decaying Civilization. Now, I'm afraid he never will unless it's handed to him. You don't have to have a copy of it, do you? I have. Would you mind if I brought him around to meet you? I, I suppose not. If he's really interested. And a word from you, perhaps? Would you mind? I suppose not. Thank you. I'd appreciate it. No end. And now, if you'll excuse me, I'll go back to my work. Oh, why can't you sit around and just have fun? Oh, fun. And, Jane, I've got my ledger to finish. Oh, do you have to do all that adding and subtracting at night? Can't you do it in the office? You're only young once in a while. I'm glad you met you, Mr. Williams. It was a pleasure. I long remember. Good night. <laughs> Not so loud, Marge. Now, you know her temper. You have to go back to her ledger. It's like doing your arithmetic homework when you go to school. I guess she's what they mean by a problem, child. Hey, <laughs> Jane, I think you got some, man. <laughs> Well, now we've got Mr. Ray settled in a job, and Neil promises to do something about Betty. We'll learn more about it when next we meet the Easy Ace.